As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we're back in the MCU with WandaVision, and COVID can't keep him down. Brandon visited Walt Disney World. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good that's a good, good way of, of, of uh, bringing that up. Yeah, welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm, your, your source for news on the Disney Orlando front, not the Disney Anaheim front. We know what's going on there. COVID Absolutely vaccines. nothing. Zero, <laughs> zero yeah. things are happening. Um, hi everybody. I'm Travis. Hey everybody. I'm Brandon. Uh, as you can tell from our, our, if you're watching live on Twitch, as you can tell from the names below our images, our video, uh, you can see that I am at Barnyard Cruise on Twitter. Travis is at Juggle Mino on Twitter and can't miss them. And you can find us here each and every week, assuming we're here each and every week. Uh, whether it be on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, you can go to our website, apathetic enthusiasm.com. Uh, we're on, we're on every podcast app that you could think of. Uh, but you could also go to facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Uh, what else? What else? Instagram, apathetic underscore uh, apathy. I don't know. I don't know. Twitter. It's apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Okay. You were okay. right. Uh, you were at, right. At, don't, ap- don't second guess yourself, Brandon. You're doing fantastic. <laughs> at apathusiast over there on, on the, the Twitter sphere. And uh, you can you can find this oh also on on YouTube, uh you you can't you can't find us live on YouTube no uh no how no way but you can find the video episodes of these of these recording the video recording of these episodes over on <laughs> YouTube youtubecom slash apathetic enthusiasm. Travis, how in the hell are you doing today? I am catching up with life. Uh, It has been a whirlwind of a week for me. And uh, today was the first day where I didn't have anything like pressing, anything that I had to do. And so I spent the majority of it uh, building new layouts for for our other podcast, Interdimensional RSS, uh, the Unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, Returning soon uh, in 2021. (laughs) Uh, But yeah... uh, 
it's been it's been a wild week. I sold a house. Um, <gasps> well, you didn't you, you didn't sell it yet. You're in the I, you're in the process. I had some of this like I want to buy that house, and I was like, you can buy that house. Um, and that's about where we're at in the, in, in, in the sales process. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been wild and, uh, yeah, it, for, for longtime listeners of the show, uh, I, I am getting ready to move again, uh, which means there will be some, some like changes in our schedules potentially with future episodes. Uh, I'm really hoping that adult swim doesn't decide to drop a new season of Rick and Morty, like right in the middle of when everything <laughs> is packed up and ready to go. That'd be great. But yeah, y- you never know. Well, I might, I might be doing this show from my, my iPhone 11 or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. But, uh, otherwise having a pretty good week, a uh, lot of downtime, long weekend. So, so, so that's fun time to catch up on a little, little TV, uh, you know? Okay. I, I, I sent you a link today. Yes. And, yes, it, you did. and it was, it was to a show called... I did not watch it. I, I didn't expect you to. Uh, I, I thought there would be like a 5% chance you may have like at least clicked on it and been like, yeah, that's a British uh, Bef- game show. Before you get into it, can, can, I, can I just say that you, you sent this to me, this, this link, and we're going we're gonna to talk about what this link is here in a second. You sent it to me. I was, I was in the middle of... of uh, you know, chopping some some jalapenos. I I put the jalapenos. I put some jalapenos inside inside the oven, the broiler, so I can so I can roast these jalapenos. And then and I I put a, I put a, t- a couple tomatoes in there. I roast the tomatoes uh, and then a couple tomatoes t- and a couple jalapenos. I, t- I took them out. Anybody, anybody if uh, if you can guess what Brandon was making, go ahead and leave a comment down in the chat. <laughs> I, I, t- I took them out. I took them out, and then and then the skin started peeling off. So I took the skin off and I put them all inside a blender, and then I then I blended them up. I made myself some salsa, some restaurant style salsa. But I was also making uh, some marinade for some carne, some carne asada. It, I'm sorry, what was that? Carne Oh, you know, some, carne, carne. some some carne ah. um and uh yeah and so me watching uh watching uh that 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 youtube link that you sent me i wanted to i just i didn't have time for it because i didn't want to slice my hand open uh that's fair um just so that we're clear can you recap the ingredients in your restaurant style salsa y- yeah are you are you interested uh yes uh, so i i i I stopped with the jalapeno and the tomato, but of course there's some, there's some garlic, there's some cumin, there's lots of, there's lots of onion in there, salt, pepper. It's a very simple recipe, a dash, a dash of a, a cayenne. If you're really feeling froggy. Oh, interesting. No cilantro though. No, no. Oh, cilantro, cilantro's in there in a, in a, in a can of diced tomatoes. I had, All right. I had fresh. Right. I had fresh and canned tomatoes, just to give it some juices. Sounds that sounds phenomenal, Brandon. Yeah, um, yeah. Just uh, go ahead and scoop some of that into an envelope and send it on over to my house. I right. can't wait to try it. Do you want? Do you want to know uh, what I put in the marinade? The the carne asada marinade. Uh, l- lime. Lime. There's lime. Oh, yeah, I put some lime in the salsa too, and and lemon. Uh, but yes, lime, cilantro. Uh, some red wine vinegar because I didn't have white wine vinegar in there. Uh, an entire a big ass orange, juiced orange in there. Garlic, garlic of course. 
um, and uh, olive oil. A good, okay. good amount of olive right. oil. Yeah, just so, let that sit for a couple hours. Okay, and then you had said carne asada for, for your evening meal tonight? I, I did, yeah. I am. I so am. That, that I am. steak is just in there. <laughs> I am feeling. Right now. I am feeling heavy right, right I, this second. I was swayed by my son's uh, prodding. And he was like, we should really get Texas Roadhouse. And I'm like, son, you don't eat steak. You literally only eat chicken fingers <laughs> anywhere we go. If nuggets are on the menu, that's your go-to. And But he's like, I really want the fries from Texas Roadhouse or whatever. So we were, we were driving. My wife does like a phone order. And like we pick it up on the way there. I order, order a steak, medium rare. Yes. And... I got that thing home and that thing was still mooing. It was probably the most rare steak I've eaten in ever. Like I, I can't think of a time and, but I <laughs> ate it cause I was hungry. So there's, there's some very undercooked, uh, uh, cow uh, yeah. happening in this system right now. That is where all the energy is coming from Hoo-ah! that and, Hoo-ah! uh, that like cinnamon honey butter stuff that they, put on their rolls because that stuff oh uh, it slaps it slaps it as slaps. i've been told it's so it's so, uh, it's so good it's so good uh, and, and i i i don't dare try to make my own because i i feel uh, i feel like i would i would jack it up i would jack i would be like too much too much butter or too much cinnamon one of the one or the other yeah yeah you know? it, it i mean it it i'm sure there's science to it uh mr dom Cobb in the chat asking if it was blue rare um it it almost felt like it might. I mean, the 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 middle of one of these steaks felt like it had not been touched. Yeah, like by heat. Um, and so and I, and I, I don't I, know. And I, I like rare, but uh, there's there's even there's even too rare for me. Where I'm like, uh, even the carne asada tonight. Like I, I I grilled it up, and then I I, t- I took it off, and then I and I let it rest for for ten minutes or so, and then I cut into it. I'm like. Oh, this is, this is, seems very, very undercooked still. Finish it off in the microwave. By the way, <laughs> by the, by, that sounds awful. No, no I, tr- I would have, I would have rather eaten the rare steak than, than dropped it in. No, the, no, no. The you, you, Chelsea has this, the same thing where she's like, my microwave why why would you why would you do that like chicken if i if i'm grilling chicken or I'm making chicken and i and i get into it and it's like oh no it, it's it's a little too rare or pork uh toss it in the microwave for 30 seconds at a time and it doesn't it doesn't nuke it it doesn't nuke it what it, does, it actually finishes it off and uh it actually it maintains the juiciness still of uh, of what you want it to to be it just it gets that internal temperature just a little bit hotter uh trust trust me it seems counterintuitive but it's probably what all your restaurants are doing <laughs> well, i'm sure i'm sh- i'm sure a lot of restaurants uh are doing that i i heard at one point that uh like i, th- I think i think it was like applebee's uh anything you order off of their menu uh has seen the inside of a microwave before it gets to your table like like there's like anything that you and, and that that may not be accurate if you or a longtime Applebee's employee, uh, a chef of of the the fine Applebee's. Uh, do not do not at me. Uh, but you could let us know. Yeah, you know, send us send us an email. Let us let us know if we're completely off base there. But anyway, back to the importance here. Um, I 
happened to listen to an episode, one singular episode of a podcast. Um, I listened to a podcast called Dear Hank and John, which is with the Green Brothers, uh, Hank Green and John Green, where they give dubious advice and answer your questions. They they don't. They're definitely not uh, advertising for on, on here. Uh, oh, the invisible sprite can thanks to Brandon's green screen. Um, but because I listened to that podcast, other podcasts from uh, Hank Green came up, and I happened to listen to one, and I think it's called "Delete This." Is 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 what the the podcast is, and it's it's with Hank and his wife Catherine. Anyway, if you know who the Green Brothers are, they uh, have been doing Vlog Brothers since YouTube began, uh, so they're huge. Um, anyway, the Delete This podcast, they were talking about a British game show called Taskmasters, where five comedians uh, get together and have to do really obscure tasks that the host requires them to do. Um, and then he awards points based on their performance. The idea of this podcast is they watch episodes of this and then Catherine is the taskmaster and she gives her own points based on her opinion of how everything was completed. So I, I heard this podcast, but I was like, I, I've never seen this show. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. I, I'm vaguely interested though now. And I looked on streaming sites and they, it wasn't there. You couldn't, couldn't find it. Turns out the show is on YouTube. Like, in its entirety, the, the, the entire season, like all the episodes are there. Yeah, you have YouTube ads that, that play th- you know, throughout, but I was, I was a little bit shocked that I was like, oh, like this is like the whole show just up on YouTube in high definition, like great quality. It's not somebody holding their iPhone up to the screen and then, you know, resharing it. No, it's just, it's just all there. Um, so I think that might be a more common practice with maybe some British television, but, uh, yeah, I, so while I was building all of our layouts today for, uh, intermental RSS, I just had taskmaster going, uh, on, on, and I, 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 I would recommend it, uh, five episodes in, uh, if you like British television, uh, it's, there's some really obscure tasks in there, stuff like they have, they have like a giant block of ice and they have one hour to make it disappear. And like, oh, how are you, how are you going to do it? I, one of, one of the early episodes, like a full bathtub and they had to empty the bathtub and whoever did it the fastest, like one, but like you couldn't pull the <laughs> plug out. And so they just, you can't tip the bathtub over. You just have to get all the water out of it. Um, and there's some very inventive ways that people do that. So, uh, I was watching that today while you were making Salsa and kaya. <laughs> uh, that you that that ice that ice one reminds me of a. Uh, I I was in I was in Korea, and there was a there was a refrigerator that had been sitting in an office for for years and years and years had not been unplugged for years and years and years. It very very old refrigerator, and uh, I, w- I was waiting for one of my bosses to to finish up, like inspecting this area, and he was taking a long time. And so I opened up the refrigerator and as I opened it up, it was just, it was basically just solid ice, like just, just solid. And and I'm like Like the whole fridge. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like just like just caked around the Like you you could, you could see like the, the grill from like one of the shelves. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that was like, it was immovable. And uh, I'm like, 
I wonder, I wonder what it would take. I wonder what kind of effort it would take to get this, this thing to, to move. And so I, I like looked around at a pen. I started chipping away at it and, uh, and it was going very, it was very, very slow. Uh, and there, there was a, uh, there was a, a handyman, a handyman repairman. And I was like, Hey man, can I borrow your screwdriver? He's like, you want a you want a Phillips head or you want a standard? I'm like, I'll take, I'll take a standard. Uh, and he's like, sure. What are you going to do with it? I'm like, I'm going to chip away this ice. He's like, all right. <laughs> and, uh, sure. and that's it, what screwdrivers are for. And I, and I spent uh, 20, 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a stubborn guy. That's, that's what, that's what it is. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm You're like, I will complete this task. <laughs> it, it will be done. And I yeah, did. I, I, I cleared the hell out of that, that thing. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. I, I have had some, some fridges, uh, in my, in my work life where, like if it's been left in an office or something, you open that thing, you never know what you're going to find in there. Sometimes it's full of ice. Other times it, there are laboratory experiments <laughs> ha- happening in there. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Anyway. Um, you just, you so just never know. You just never know. With that, that is, I think, the perfect transition into our very first topic this evening, uh, which is the brand new series on Disney Plus, uh, WandaVision. Uh, completely unrelated to everything that we've talked about so far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the MCU is back uh, in, in some form. Uh, we have been waiting for Marvel to sort of step into the spotlight on Disney Plus ever since the platform came online over a year ago. And, and, and a lot of these shows have been promised for a long time, right? We've, we've heard about, uh, you know, what is it? Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, the Loki series that's coming out. Uh, but one of the first ones that that we knew was going to be an uh, in, in early show is WandaVision. Obviously, following the relationship, if you will, uh, of Wanda Maximoff and Vision uh, from the you know MCU. And uh, the show itself has has premiered its first two episodes. In, in true Disney Plus fashion, we are not getting the entire season in one go. They are going to be releasing episodes week by week uh, for however long the run of this season is. I, I'm guessing 10 episodes-ish. I don't know. Do you have, do you have no, a, I, I, an I actual number on that? <laughs> I, I don't. I, I, could, I could have very easily uh, looked that up while you were talking, but I didn't. Yeah, instead I was trying to find this beach background. You, well, you you have successfully done that. Um, according to the Wikipedia page, uh, there are two episodes um, because that's how many have come out, and and we don't. I'm sure somewhere on the internet it says how many episodes we're going to get, uh, but it's not on this page. So yeah, I don't know. Um, you you have watched both episodes, correct, Brandon? I yes yes that that is, that is correct Travis I have watched both episodes and uh, you watched both episodes as well that is correct I did I That's did I, I made a point of it um let me let me ask you first before we get started on on that how excited were you or how interested were you in watching WandaVision uh when it was when it was announced and then leading up to the actual episode um I, for for starters, I was very <laughs> excited about MCU content on Disney Plus, especially after the first two seasons of Mandalorian and the smash hit that that has become. 
um, the level of original programming on Disney Plus has been relatively high. And the fact that a lot of the producers and uh, talent involved in the MCU films are are bringing that to an episodic television series, I I was excited to see what it would look like. I was never like all out stoked for the premise because like, I still don't know what's happening. <laughs> I I knew it was going to be MCU adjacent in terms of it's not, it's not like the Avengers storyline that we're used to. This was going to be involving those characters, but in something different. So in terms of how it relates, like, like the way comic books tend to work. Yeah. We, we have a big epic storyline that's happening, but Hey, we're going to use these characters and do something a little bit different with them over here and have a run of issues where just Wanda and vision are doing something different in their own little reality. And Oh, by the way, every episode is a different decade of television. Enjoy. I don't don't know. What, What were you excited about it? Um, excited is a strong word I, I would i would say for my thoughts on the, the the series i was i wasn't wholly interested in in it and, and uh, if if we look back somebody maybe can correct me if they if they had listened to earlier episodes on, on to, and you're like this is gonna be the show of 2021 yeah. this, or, or if they're this like show is gonna make or break disney or, plus or if i said that's stupid I, I don't i don't like it I, I don't i don't remember what what my uh, original thoughts were on on wandavision i i i think that i was intrigued with just what they were doing with it because it, it seemed so quirky and off kilter uh from from the standard mcu fair that I'm like, okay, let's let's check it out. I I I probably can confirm that I was more interested in WandaVision than a Loki TV series. Uh and I and I and I still maintain that. What, um for why is that? Uh because I've seen Loki. <laughs> I've I've Okay. You know, look not not that he's not an uninteresting character. He's a very interesting character, but like let's move on. Let's move on to other characters and, and explore other storylines that don't involve him uh sure. and uh so i will say with wandavision being a thing both characters not really being explored too deeply beyond a very superficial level uh i'm i'm looking forward to seeing seeing more of this uh more of the series yeah i i think that point about both scarlet witch and vision not having as much exposure in the MCU films, like that's something I really was excited for. I, I think vision didn't really get the level of, I don't know, props, if you will, that he was due maybe in, in the MCU films. He, he definitely became sort of like a a background character in, in, in a lot of ways that just kind of showed up for the right fight and then, oh yeah, he's got an infinity stone in his head. We should probably, should probably make sure that he's okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, what Thanos wants to rip it out of his face? Oops, no. Um, and then he's dead. And then he's he's dead. yeah. Ooh, uh, oh, oh, I'm a, I'm a I'm a I'm a badass in Age of Ultron. 
and then I then I'm then I'm kind of and then not I'm as... making like salsa back at the uh, <laughs> in, Avengers headquarters in Civil War, and then uh, instantly like taken Got out a new carne asada recipe or something. <laughs> then instantly taken out in in uh and uh and uh end game or not end game uh Infinity War right we're like okay what what's what's going what's going on with, with these characters oh he's dead now great great don't know anything about him um yeah yeah, yeah. oh so the this the series uh we don't know what's going on Crit- critics and screeners have they're they've they've seen up to three episodes uh everybody else the the public at large who has disney plus they've seen the first two episodes if they've watched this series of course you and I watched the first two episodes and uh, yeah, like the very first one has a very, I love Lucy vibe to it. Uh, yep. And, and then the second one is more of. Go, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to challenge your, your reference there because I feel like the first episode is a, a Dick Van Dyke show almost like on the nose in terms of the set design and some of the, some of the ways that it played out. Obviously, he doesn't work at, as a comedy writer. Uh, he works at what was it data like data processing or something like they 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 never really understand what they do there. They just process information or something. Um, but yeah, it was it was sort of that nineteen was it fifties uh, era, sure fifties uh, sixties. Um, yeah, I mean, you could say I love Lucy, but like their living room was looked exactly like the Dick Van Dyke show. Did you I, ever I, watch like old like TV like that when growing up? Yeah, I didn't watch a Dick Van Dyke show. I watched I Love Lucy. So oh. if we're talking about our references. Did you watch I Love yeah. Lucy? Yeah, I watched <laughs> both of them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I I was a I was a poor child that only had public access <laughs> television. Uh, yeah. So I, was, I I grew up on reruns like. Yeah, all of them. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Three's Company episode of WandaVision. I really <laughs> hope that happens. That would be fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. My my son picked up a a, a pop the other day. Um, I think it was at the Michaels, uh, the craft store, Michaels, and which sells <laughs> pop vinyl figures. Because why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't um, they? Yeah. yeah, but it was a Brady Brady bunch pop and he's like who is this i'm like that's greg brady i don't know why that's a thing but yeah that's who that is and uh and he put it away he was like okay i'm not interested (laughs) uh but yeah so the first episode is a light-hearted uh three or three camera sitcom based in you know the black and white era of television and the first thing to me that stood out was the lighthearted comedic feel mm-hmm. of the episode. Did did you did you like that? Was it did it take some adjustment for you? How did, how did you respond to them being almost like completely different characters when when they first sort of show up in in in, in the in the show? <laughs> um what 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 I'll say is when when the show starts and it's it's very it's very fifties ish, 
and and it, everything is it, everything is played straight. It's 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 played so straight as if it is actually a sitcom from that that era, right? Uh, and that is a very uh, strange thing to have to get used to as, as you start watching the series. Is yes, like they're 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 not they're not winking at you. They're not winking at the audience. Like, <laughs> look at us. We're doing. We're doing fifties television. Catherine Hahn, where when as she's doing her her nosy neighbor routine, she's not like looking at at the camera and be like, "See, I'm playing a character of of uh, Ethel uh, Mertz from next yes. door on I Love Lucy." I Love Lucy. The, the, <laughs> clearly, the show that they were they were speaking to. Clearly, um, it, it, it was I Love Lucy. Sure, it was. It was. It was. It was TV of that era. <laughs> TV letter. Um, but three to, to, you know, five, 10 minutes, whatever. It, you know, like, okay, I, I can accept this and let me just, let me just go for the ride with this because it's going somewhere. It, um, and, and I think that that's a, that plays into the tone of the show, which is this is, this is normal for them. So it should be normal for me, but we, yeah. but we, everybody knows that there's something underneath the surface of it at the entire time. So even though it like you, you try to have it be normal, you know that it's not normal. And so what's going on? Yeah. Knowing these characters and how they behave, how they respond in the MCU films, there is that adjustment where you have to be like, that's, that's not even her normal accent. That's not, that's not really how she talks about things. <clears throat> and there's also, there's also like the, the little details that, that keep popping up. Like in the first episode, there is a, a, a heart on the calendar and they're try- they can't remember why the heart is there. And, and so it's, it's the classic, you know, sitcom, Oh, both the husband and the wife have forgotten what the event is and hilarity will ensue as they both plan for different events and things like that. But along with that, they also can't remember when they got married, like how how they ended up in that town. A lot of very basic details about themselves and their relationship which which starts to sort of clue the the viewer in on all right, there's something wrong that they're starting to discover as well. Like, oh, maybe they don't know how they got here. Maybe something else is acting. Some other force is responsible for why they're there or or what's going on. And uh, that little, that's like the only bit of mystery really that you get in that first episode. But it starts to build on this bigger... I know theme of of something else is afoot. Something something is wrong, and I think it's that mystery that that for me is really gonna continue to pique my interest throughout the series. I I enjoy the the parody, the homage to classic television, and I'm sure that as they move through different you know decades and and genres, I will I will continue to appreciate that. But I'm sure the the mystery of whatever is happening and, and how they deal with that is, is really for me, what's gonna, you know, be my focus for the rest of the show. 
Yeah, I I, th- I think what I'm interested in is uh when everybody else is interested, like what is what is actually happening? But what is the what are the ramifications for going into phase four? What this is this is the start of phase four of the of the MCU. And so wild what, that that's how it's happening too. <laughs> so what so what does that what does that mean? What does that what does that actually mean? Uh if if this has a an implication for the rest of however many movies are going to be out there, what is this doing to that, and how does it tie into all of it? Right, uh, I, I the the famous X Men story that it is is out there that everyone you know it's trending on Twitter House of M. Uh, not sure if you know about that storyline or if anybody listening knows about that storyline but it was it was wanda scarlet witch saying no more mutants and then completely taking away destroying all the (laughs) x-men yeah destroying mutant kind basically and 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 what happens with that uh and a lot a lot of people speculating that this is a reverse of that and rather than saying no more mutants, this is how mutants begin in the MCU. You know, you know, maybe that's a maybe that's a, a hope and a prayer, but that would be kind of cool. Yeah, and because of all of the production house purchases by Disney, that was a lot of peas to get through without <laughs> messing up. Um, <laughs> we we know that they own Fox now. We know they own the rights to certain characters. There have already been press releases saying that there will be a Deadpool movie in an R-rated Deadpool movie in the MCU. So there's some mutants coming in, right? There's, there's already a a little bit of a marriage with that. There's, there's, there's rumor that that storm will be in the next uh, Thor movie. That's Rumor. Ex- that's exciting. Rumors, rumors. Um, so yeah, I could I could see that being a, some sort of a twist. I I love that House of M reference is always used to talk about just how powerful Wanda is, and and we we get like little glimpses of just how powerful she is in in Endgame when she almost takes out Thanos single handedly, and he has to quote rain fire to stop her. Um, she she's definitely powerful. She can definitely take care of business. So uh, I I am curious to see what forces are at play to trap her and Vision in this TV reality. We we TV see at land. the end. <laughs> we see we see at the end of each episode, at least the two that have been released so far. There is somebody watching them. There is somebody monitoring screens with a roadcaster pro and and making sure that <laughs> yeah. uh making sure that they're you know continuing to live in their in their tv environment um any 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 thoughts or or guesses at at who might be responsible uh well, a couple a couple easter eggs are are scattered throughout the the series so far uh, you see uh, the on, in the second episode, uh, the Strucker, the Strucker watches uh, who uh, he was the guy who created her and her brother in yep. uh, Age of Ultron. Uh, the uh, and, and also Hail Hydra, right? 
the uh in the first episode when she's pouring the wine it says uh maison de mephiste or something like that something like that uh which it, it stands for like house of contempt but uh it's a very obvious like house of m type type of thing mm, because it starts mm-hmm. with m okay uh, so 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 there's that also you see the sword symbol the sword symbol sword sword, symbols the sword symbol uh you we all know shield but sword is another uh entity in the M, the in the marvel universe uh that monitors extraterrestrial and and kind of universal threats uh yeah i think with the characters that are in play right now in the MCU and this introduction of sword i think that could potentially like really come together as a, as a, as a longer you know through line uh especially with a lot of you know you still have guardians uh, uh captain marvel doing her thing so there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of outside of earth plot lines uh a plot line potential uh moving forward so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. uh i i've i've seen uh, i've seen some comments you want to bring this up specifically i've seen co- some comments being like this is like a like a mix of like the uh classic tv and the twilight zone and it's very lynchian uh referencing david lynch and uh, i just i want to comment on the david lynch stuff uh because because i've i've seen it more than one place and and actually a couple of p- folks on twitter have have already gone off the rails on well not gone off the rails but have been like no david lynch this isn't david lynchian at all yeah like yeah. people are like oh it's like it's very twin peaks ish like no 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 you this is not weird enough to be david <laughs> <Right>. lynch <laughs> yeah there's there's the one scene in the first episode where uh the dude's choking on his dinner stop and, it and stop yeah, it stop stop it stop it stop it uh that that almost feels a little lynchian to me i guess but like the rest of it is played very true to you know the the 50s era of 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 sitcom yeah yeah the, the, uh, other than that it, and I, and i com- i i sent you uh that the video of uh, it's not jackie chan from the tim and eric show yes <laughs> tim and eric awesome show great job uh, with it's not Jackie Chan, and then the dude st- uh, slaps the buzzer, and it's like we'll, we'll have to watch that video together <laughs> in the uh, in the post show uh, post show hangout over on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 watch that as a group. And and I, and, I, and I said there there are some there are some creepy aspects of of things like that, uh, like that 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 stop it scene was was it seemed more that was more like tim and eric uh like bedtime stories than it was a, D- a david lynch thing to, to me yeah um but uh yeah, yeah like again very very they play this thing so straight that when they do the weird things the creepy things that those moments give you a a a very strange sense of dread and like what is what is going on like it you're everyone's laughing everyone's having a good time and then these 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 things happen i'm like give me give me the willies give me the willies 
Yeah. The Jimmy the, Willies. <laughs> what is it? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I I agree with you. I'm curious to see how that continues in 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 the future episodes and if there will be sort of a a shifting between this lighthearted playing along with whatever the type of television is that they're encased in for that episode and a transition to as they discover more about themselves and the environment that they're in what will there be more focus on what's actually happening um i mean you've got fantastic writers working on the show so i don't have any doubt that this will have a an interesting or satisfying conclusion once we get once we get to the end of the series um but the other thing and i don't know do you have anything else that you you want to talk about with out of these first two episodes anything i mean do you do you recommend people check it out if they haven't if they haven't seen it already yeah the the, the last thing i'll say on on wandavision is i i i told you after endgame that i'm not I'm, I'm not really interested in in the mcu anymore i'm like okay it's 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 done like i'm we did it we, we did we, it we beat thanos <laughs> we we Good did job. it like what 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 can they do to to top it or or, or keep it interesting uh because as as much as i kind of pushed back against the critique that marvel films are formulaic which they are but you know you go in kn- knowing what to expect in yeah uh and that's that's what i expected i didn't expect something completely different when i when i go into an, another marvel film um but once endgame was over then i'm like well cool i'm I'm done with that that type of storytelling like I'm, it was a fun ride yes ex- exactly and wandavision is a different take in a different direction on the mcu and that is why i like it and i why i think that folks who were kind of like tired out on the M- mcu stuff should give it a should give it a chance just two episodes, what, it's like 30, 40 minutes each? Uh, yeah, they're not episode? very long. They're about, you know, 30, 35 minutes, I think, per episode. Yeah. So not a, not an hour long, um, you know, sort of thing uh, per episode. So you can, you can get through them yeah. relatively quickly. Uh, I think the, it is, th- it's such a good departure that, 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 that folks would, would, it would appeal to them, I think. Yeah, and I, I, I sat. I was going to just start watching it by myself uh, because I think after having to watch all of Mandalorian by myself because I just <laughs> couldn't get anyone else in my family hooked on the show the way I was, I was like, "Well, all right, here comes the Marvel stuff. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna dig in." And I went to start watching it, and my wife's like, "Well, no, I'm, I want to watch that with you." And that's when I remembered, "Oh yeah, she watched." pretty much all of the Marvel movies with me. There's a handful that she hasn't seen, but for the most part, she is up on the lore up on who these characters are and and knows what's going on enough to enjoy this. And, and, and from, from a, from a, not a completely new frame of reference. Like she, she knows who these characters are and then it starts and it's, so different from the Marvel <laughs> movies that I was really like, is she going to like this at all? Like, is because this is really different. This is, this is not what I 
expected necessarily going into it. And she found it interesting. She's, she's, she's still in on it. We're going to, we're going to keep watching the episodes, (laughs) but it's crazy to me that this introduction of, of Marvel studios content to Disney plus is sort of the very beginning of almost a full year of Marvel content without any breaks. We're, we're going to have, uh, I, and I have the, the breakdown here from, from a Verge article, but uh, WandaVision kicked off January 15th with new episodes that are going to run um, for every, every week. And then two weeks after WandaVision ends, the Falcon and Winter Soldier starts. Uh, and so that's going to run. And then three weeks until Black Widow hits theaters. And then Loki will be on Disney Plus. And by the time Loki ends, uh, what is it? Shang Chi, Shang Chi, Shang Chi, and the Le- Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I am I am not familiar with with those <laughs> comics, but uh, but that'll be out. So yeah, it's just gonna be one thing after another. And after, Venom, after- Venom comes out, and Venom Two comes out in like April, May. Not part of the so, MCU, but. Going from over a year with with no new Marvel content, now it will be relentless. We will we will just have tons of of Marvel to, and then and then we'll get like uh, the book of Boba Fett or whatever that one that yeah. show is going to be called, and look, just, look, look, just look, a lot of content. You want you want to talk about content? Let's let's switch over to HBO Max just for a second. There's there's a bunch of shit coming out on HBO Max th- this next Selena this next pr- plus Chef. Let's talk about this show. <laughs> uh, uh, James Wan's <laughs> new horror film, Malignant, I think it's called something like that. Uh, also a new Conjuring film, straight to HBO Max. The Mortal Kombat movie, uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie coming to HBO Max. So Go- many shows or God- movies coming to HBO Max. Godzilla directly. versus King Kong is coming out in March. They push that back to, to March. I'm going to watch that day one streaming. Uh, Space Jam featuring LeBron. I I thought LeBron for sure. James. I thought that I didn't. I thought it was a joke, actually. Uh, I No, that's really happening. I didn't yeah. realize it was a really real thing. I thought it was. That's how closely I followed it because uh, I saw like the HBO Max, like this is what's coming out this year. And I was like, hey, that's Bugs Bunny with LeBron. Wait, I'm, I'm thinking I'm thinking Matt must have left and is not watching anymore because we mentioned a, a Lakers player and he didn't immediately <laughs> pipe up in the, in the chat. So yeah, that's true. Uh, th- yeah. Thanks for stopping by, Matt. Um, he get, yeah. He get, yeah. 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 Just so much, so much, so much stuff uh, coming, coming to HBO Max. Um, it's great for us, you know, because. There's so many things that we can cover on Four this show. Our Justice League movie. <laughs> That's coming out the it's not it's not even four episodes. It's four hour movie. All that hype and you just you just bring it right down. Because <laughs> it all comes crashing down, Brandon. Four hour Justice League comes movie. Crushing down. Crushing down. Um, yeah, lots of content, lots of streaming content this year. Uh, COVID is still affecting us in uh, horrific ways to mm. include four-hour Justice League movies mm. and uh, and lots of lots of other streaming content, uh, which, for better or worse, um, it's is happening. So streaming has. 
become even bigger than it was before 2020 and uh, it's not it's not going anywhere so yeah go get your disney plus subscription renewed uh get your hbo max subscription renewed i think there's gonna be a lot of content on both platforms uh, that we will be discussing in the future if you watched wandavision's first two episodes and you have thoughts about them and you didn't decide to tune in live on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm monday night at 9 p.m eastern what a mistake you've made be part of the show come on let's do this uh you can you can hit us up, send us an email, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com and let us know your thoughts. We want to know what you guys thought about the show. We will probably check back in at the end of the season and and kind of do like a recap. We're not doing week to weeks on uh oh, oh, Matt is here. He's back. He he oh. doesn't know that we talked about him, but oh. now he's back. Oh, he's probably um, he's probably he's probably hanging out with his kid or something like that. You know. Ugh, ugh. Anyway, um, yeah, let us know what you guys thought of WandaVision. We are now going to shift gears slightly uh, into a periodic segment that I like to call uh, Brandon versus Travis uh, and how we react to Walt Disney World. Um, (laughs) uh, Brandon, you are in Florida. You have lived there for several years and you are finally, finally taking the family to go visit the happiest place on earth uh disneyland get get the uh no (laughs) no you are visiting walt disney world resorts uh and you are not taking them all in at once you are actually spacing them out a little bit over time so you have visited one park so far one out of the four main parks please Share with us your experiences in your first of four, <laughs> first of four visits to Walt yeah, Disney World. That's right. That's right. Well, for for those who don't know, who've never been to Walt Disney World, let me let me let me tell you let me tell you the story. There are, break it down there are a couple different <laughs> there are a couple different parks you can go to at Walt Disney World versus Disneyland. You have two. You have Disneyland. You have you have California Adventure. Right. Well, in Walt Disney World. You got the OG and the new hotness. That's true. That's it. That's right. That's it. Walt Disney World. Downtown Disney shopping, and that's it. That's it. Three days, you're in, you're out, you're done. That's it. And that's and that's my whole segment. (laughs) Uh, So so we we decided we're going to do two days at Magic Kingdom. We'll do one day at Hollywood Studios, and we'll do one day at Epcot. Well, Here's the thing. There's an there's a there's another park there. Uh, there's there's more than that. I think there's there's Wonderful World of Disney. Or, uh, all right, all right, stop. Just whatever. Stop. There, are, I don't, there are four major parks: Magic Kingdom, okay, uh, Epcot, yeah. Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom. You you have Downtown Disney or Disney Springs, I guess it's it's called now. Was that um, the ESPN but, Center? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah the the wide world of sports uh complex the yeah. nba bubble might still be deflating out there that's right um and then you have some water parks and things like that but in terms of major theme okay. parks okay. you have those big four so we were gonna do we we're gonna do those those three uh and we we wanted to give magic kingdom we wanted to go there twice we have a four-day pass we wanted to give magic kingdom two days just to make sure that we can got 
we got through everything there, right? And Magic Kingdom, for those who've been to Disneyland, Magic Kingdom is closest to Disneyland uh, of of all the parks. Yeah, it's uh, basically like it's like Disneyland's bigger brother. They're 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 pretty. They look almost the same, but like one's one's all one like works out a little bit more. Slightly bigger, I guess. Maybe uh, yeah. it's. Uh, it doesn't have a Toontown. I, I noticed that. It does not. It does so, not. That. So, I, although I think it ha- it did, but the portion of Fantasyland that has like Dumbo and um like Little Mermaid now, that used to be like a Mickey's uh, circus town or whatever, or like I don't know Holiday Town or something, and then and then they just turned it into Fantasyland. I didn't know this was going to turn into a Disneyland versus Disney World thing, but I mean Magic Kingdom itself is I'm not. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let this go where it takes. Magic uh, Kingdom know, is not that leads. not that much better than Disneyland proper. I'm just I, I'm just throwing it out there. I would I would I would consider an argument that it's not better at all. Okay, thank you, thank you. I'll well, I'll go I'll as go with as two people <laughs> from Southern California. With with certain loyalties, I might I might make the argument that the charm and character of the original theme park that Walt actually <laughs> walked through and 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 had a hand in may be better than the copy that exists in Florida. If it's if it's Don't if it's me. land versus at, you know what at me I, let's let's have this conversation. <laughs> if it's land versus Magic Kingdom, land land wins. Uh, because that, that just, that's just, that's, that's just, that's just fact where, where everything else comes in is like the additional, uh, additional parks. Right. Okay. So anyways, so magic kingdom, that might, my, my, my visit there, uh, it's, it's COVID, which means that where a hundred thousand people are allowed into the park. Normally it's 25% capacity. Uh, so 25,000 people instead, which is still a shitload of, of people. So, still, so it's quite a few, you know, carriers. Still, still, still a ton of folks. Uh, there are there are markers on the ground to keep people six feet apart. Disney is very, very strict on the the mask policy, um, and uh, they they have what they call a rope drop. They, Disney has always had the rope drop where that's when the park opens and that's when people rush in to then like just dis, disperse throughout the the park. Well, they have a they have a rope drop now still. But they let you in the park and you can like wander around and, and, and like self-distribute to wherever you want to go into the park to but they don't open the rides until a certain time. So we we walked in, we we went, we did a, a clockwise direction, uh starting at uh, Adventureland, got on a jungle cruise, five minutes. Got on a tiki room, five minutes. Got in got on the Pirates of the Caribbean, five minutes. Uh, and like we, we got in there at nine o'clock and by 10 o'clock we had done four different rides and we're like, and, and normally on a hundred percent capacity day, we might be getting to the third ride by lunchtime. And, and that was just incredible to me. I'm like, Oh, look, we're I don't think we need two days at magic kingdom. But by, by the first time I had had a, a message back and forth with you. You're like, yeah, we've already ridden these three rides. Uh, oh, and, and Splash Mountain's done too. And uh, now we're debating uh, Big Thunder, but it's like, 
It's like 40 minutes. <laughs> that was, that was, I'm that, like, bro. That, that was bruh. a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> we, we, we'd, we'd finished Splash Mountain, and Splash Mountain is a, a ride that it, it, it takes a long time to get through that ride. And it's like it's a long ride. It, yes. it, you know, 120 minute wait. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see a Splash Mountain on a normal day. We got through it like on like 10, 15 minute wait at, at the most. So when we got off that ride, we went to the Thunder Mountain and uh, the, the sign said 40 minute wait. And I was just joking, like 40 minutes. I don't got time for this. And I actually heard some uh, a, a young woman say, they were walking towards Big Thunder Mountain, and they're like, 40 minutes? No, skip it. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't know. You don't know, do you? That's not. Uh, and so we so we went on it. We 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 the only rides we didn't go to are uh the Little Mermaid one. Uh I think Hall of Presidents is is closed. And I think maybe just maybe just a like one or two other rides. We uh did you guys do at Small World? We did Small World. Small World and uh, the the Seven Dwarves were the longest waits that we that we waited on. Interesting. It, yeah. It's interesting to me because you told me you had like almost a, a walk on on Peter Pan's flight, which traditionally rivals some of the larger thrill rides in terms of, of wait time. Um, yeah. As you were updating me, I was baffled because for me, I was strategizing for months i had i had woken up early to reserve fast passes 60 days in advance and i was still aware that there were going to be certain things that we weren't going to be able to fit into our timeline uh going in a relatively non-peak season in late november and the day that you had in in and yes you had to wear masks the whole day Yes, I'm sure there were some uncomfortable aspects of, of of being there, but it seemed like almost like a dream scenario for me in terms <laughs> of like, wow, you can really hit a lot of the attractions with minimal wait times. And I don't know, how how did you feel after after the day in terms of a a COVID visit to to Disney World? Um we so we we again we got through a majority of all the rides uh we we asked our 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 nine-year-old hey what what ride do you want it was like three three in the afternoon he said what what rides would you what 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 do you want to go on again and he's like well i'd like to do the seven doors but uh, and then we walk we're walking past it and it was a that that a very long wait still right like very long 40 minutes uh it, on in a heartbeat <laughs> heartbeat 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 uh and he says like splash mountain all right yeah let's do splash mountain and that was the, not the one I, I was expecting to do so we did splash mountain and then we got off and i was like you know let's do thunder mountain again and so what where that would have taken half the day to do those two rides twice uh we 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 did them in, in really quick order um but by that point in time in the in the afternoon like you, you're you're wearing the mask, and when you're going Splash Mountain, uh, and the 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 water comes directly at your face, and then catches your mask, and then it's like soaking water, and then uh, did you bring like 
replacement masks. We 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 did, but yeah. <laughs> this is a side note. Uh, there is a, a a like a little little shoulder bag that that I had a Microsoft shoulder bag that I'd put that I'd put fishing bait into before. Uh, well, like I noticed <laughs> this, I noticed the smell. Chelsea <laughs> didn't notice the smell, so I I wouldn't I wouldn't put those masks back on. Anyway. <laughs> Um, Maybe pick a different bag for the next park. Um, we're gonna wa- we're gonna watch that before Wednesday. Smart. Smart. Uh, re- regar- regardless, it, it it started to uh, it started to be like feel a little bit claustrophobic after after a little bit. I'm like, okay, I I kind of I want to want to take this off. Plus, I eaten th- the the churros. There's there's three in my family, and I said, you know, I got to the churro stand. I said, I want four churros. One for each of us plus one more. And that was a lot of churro. So I, I had that. I had two churros basically before we went to Space Mountain. Uh and, and Space Mountain is a is a rickety ride. I love Space Mountain, but it's ooh, I'm I'm getting old and uh it's it's getting harder to enjoy that ride. And, and so I was starting to be like <sighs> then we go on Splash Mountain and then uh, uh Thunder Mountain. Like, oh God. Oh God, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I feel fat. Uh water in the mask. And um, yeah, so I, I was happy to get to the parking lot and be like, <gasps> Yeah. Um, I can breathe. Did you did you utilize any of the like relaxation zones or whatever they call them where you can you can take your family in there and remove your masks and they have very socially distanced uh, areas that are air conditioned and, uh, and you can take your mask off. We are you, were you aware of those things? It, it, uh, we didn't really see them to, to be honest okay. with you. Uh, it was a very, the, the day we went, it was like 65 mm, at, at, nice. at high. It was, it was, it was great. It was great. The, we took a break to eat at Pecos bills, the, the crappy Mexican food place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we ate churros, we also t- took our masks off. Um, All right. But yeah, uh, so, so, and, and I, I, I am going to, uh, force our listeners to experience three more versions of this segment, uh, because I am a huge Disney fan and wanted to hear all about your trip. Uh, but as, as a person, how is this, was this your first time at Disney world or had you visited the Florida parks before? No, I know I've never I've never been never to it. never been okay. So uh, a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. how would you rate your day at Magic Kingdom? My day at Magic Kingdom was comparable to the time I went to Grad Night uh, at at Disney at Disneyland. Uh, I I did Grad Night at Disneyland. Well, ooh, well, I'll, I'll two 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 things. Grad night at Disneyland. Uh, I not for my grad night. Uh, I went with. Uh, I was a guest for a, a senior friend of mine when I was a junior, and uh, the Aquabats were playing. You got on all the rides pretty quick. It was. It was. It was. It was nice. It was, it was a good. Good time. That is. That is an unspoken perk of being a high school senior <laughs> in Southern California is having Disneyland grad nights. That I. I loved that night. It was. It was amazing. Basically pulling an all nighter at Disneyland. I mean, who who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Who, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Uh, also, at, at uh, you know, there's another time at Disneyland where I have a rare blood disorder called urethropoietic perphyria, where I'm basically kind of allergic to the sun. 
Well, it explains it, a lot, guys. <laughs> at 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 Disney, you can go to like the front desk and you can you know sh- you show your uh, <laughs> doctor's note, uh, and and they will be like, well, we'll try to get you on to the uh, the rides uh, to get you out of the sun quicker. Well, that I use that basically. It's it's a basically a fast pass. You basically use it as a fast pass for everything, a free fast pass. Uh, and and so we got on to a lot of rides quickly at Disneyland, and it, it was great. Uh, compared to those things, this trip to magic kingdom, because the rides were so short, uh, the lines were so short, uh, you can get onto everything. You can see everything. And I've basically saved a day that I can use now for animal kingdom. If I want to use it, that I would say it's like an eight and a half to nine. Uh, because if I was there on a hot day in the middle of summer, non pandemic, with four I, times as many people, four times as many people, I would be like, there's no, I would not fucking wait for 120 minutes to go to Peter Pan. I oh, know that's I, why you need those fast passes. That's why you, that's when you need the big brain strategies. That's when you got to get up, you know, at 6am and I don't two wa- months earlier, <laughs> I don't want make that. sure, make sure you got them locked in. I don't need that. You got to be staying on property. Yeah, I I get it. I get it. It's so it's fascinating to me because, like our personalities, I feel like even if COVID had never happened, you probably would have gone into your day at Disney World almost with the same level of preparation. You would have been like, "Let me grab the bag that smells like fish bait. (laughs) Let me, (laughs) you know, we'll show up." We'll see where the shortest wait is and we'll just go, we'll just go, we'll, you know, whatever, whatever the kid wants to do. And you guys, you guys would have made it your own, but like, I'm like, I had spreadsheets. I had, I had all sorts of crap (laughs) going. Um, Well, you know, you and I, you and I talked before uh, about planning the the rides on, on, on what rides to get on. Right. Uh, our, one of our, our friends, uh, Chelsea's friend that she had from the PTA before, uh, she was telling us the night before, like, okay, here's, here's what you got to go. You got to go here and then you got to go here and you got to go here and here and here. And if you can get here before noon, then, then you could probably get these two extra ones and, you know, a big old strategy to it. And then we get there and then we get half the park done by 11 and we're like, well, no, no, no strategy needed. Much better, <laughs> much, be- much, much, much better, much better for us. Uh, I didn't, my, I didn't uh, have to use my son thing either, by the way, uh, at Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah. And I, I said, well, one, it's, it's overcast today. And two, like if it, if it becomes an issue, then, then I will, I will make it a thing for, for the next parks we go to. Yeah. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm going to need to at this point. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, well, this has been uh, a, a Disney freak and Brandon uh, discussed <laughs> uh, trips to, to Disney World. Um, next park in the rotation is? It's going to be Hollywood Studios. Hollywood Studios. Which is Exciting. where uh, the Muppets uh, are. And Twilight Zone, uh, Tower of Terror. Absolutely. Uh, which is which I have heard uh, indisputably is, is a better ride than the one that was at uh, California Adventure. Uh, because it actually has objectively it has it actually has props from the twilight zone here in florida versus the one in california didn't have anything uh Uh, you rode tower of terror in california when it was when it was the twilight zone themed 
version of it, correct? Yes. Yeah. So I will I will say that the ride itself is slightly different in Florida. So it it is not it is not like exact copies. And there's the 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 cars do a little bit more movement and stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you as, as, as the host of submitted for your approval Twilight Zone podcast (laughs) to, uh, to, to visit that attraction specifically. And then, and then I have an appointment to make a lightsaber. So I'm going to do that with the, so I'm going to spend $200 to, to make a lightsaber with, with my, with my son while uh, Chelsea uh, does nothing. Um, It only takes 20 minutes. So she's got to find something to do for 20 minutes. She can go get a, go to Ronto Roasters and get a <laughs> uh, get a wrap or something. I don't know. Yeah. She can go hang out with some some droids at the depot or something. I don't know. We'll see. The the uh the biggest strategy that in, is involved with Hollywood Studios is trying to get on Rise of the Resistance, which you know, it, which means I have to probably stop the car on the freeway and pull over. That way Chelsea and I can both try to get ourselves on that ride <laughs> at at 7 a.m. I, that, I, I wish you the best of luck in getting your boarding passes for Rise of the Resistance, the ride that opened a month after I <laughs> visited the parks. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you for sharing all that information. We will, we will get a, a, a detailed recap of, of your Hollywood Studios visit uh, after it happens. Um, but yeah, we, we are now going to, to end this episode and head over to the streaming only portion of the show if you want to be part of the post show then make sure that you are joining us live monday nights at 9 p.m eastern over on twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm uh we're gonna hang out we're gonna we're gonna maybe watch a tim and eric video uh and 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 just uh, interact with you guys so if you're here in the chat and and you're watching uh don't go anywhere because because we are going to be sticking around uh to hang out with you guys if you're listening to the audio or, or watching the video version of the podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, make sure to follow, subscribe, like, uh, you know, whatever you do, whatever you do on whatever platform you're on. Thank you for doing it. Uh, sh- share the show with uh, with your friends, anybody that you think would enjoy it. And uh, yeah, if you want a Rick and Morty Loot Crate, use the promo code enter underscore 15. <laughs> For fifteen percent off. That's right. Uh, yeah, and 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 watch out for an unboxing video coming very soon with with the two of us. So, uh, all right, that's it for for us this week. Until next time, I'm Travis, and I am Brandon, and thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.